0: Testing one, two, three.
1: Unique New York. Unique <laughs> New York. The human torch was denied a bank loan. What? <laughs> From Anchorman. Oh. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Unique New York. Unique New York. My mom, the, who's a voice artist, would put a pencil in her mouth and she'd have to practice talking like this. Why? Like for her vocal warm ups. Why would to, like, you have to move the your mouth around? With a. Around. Mom? With a- She'd put a pencil, all, like, straight over. Okay? Yeah. And then you'd be like. Okay. And then you try to talk so you can, like, move your mouth around to enunciate. Okay.
0: Let's try this. I'm really <laughs> bad.
1: Let's do the whole episode. Hi, I'm Craig
0: Stuving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then she'd be like, no, I'm on. Okay, you do the
0: whole episode <laughs> like that, and I'll do it like this. And we'll see how many
1: <laughs> This is episode four. Five. I'm out of range. Isn't it five? Oh, shit. Is it? I, yeah. then I fucked out my story. What if we had our own set of like diabetes curse words? Like instead of like saying holy mother of pearl, we were like holy insulin. Kay. I
0: don't like insulin. Like, like holy, holy test strip.
1: M- holy A1C. Jesus Lancet Christ.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Lancet. It's dark.
0: Mother Dexcom.
1: That's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Out of Range. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. You do the <laughs> description thing.
1: This is your weekly or bi-weekly show about all real things, diabetes.
0: You've had a lot of first, you were telling me. Diabetes <laughs> first, is that what you were calling? Like it?
1: diabetes mis- diabetes first mistakes this week.
0: Diast- Mistakes. Dia Dia stakes.
1: Daya <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's start Well with it the all first... started when the last time we recorded, what, two weeks ago? Something like that. I went home, my roommate came over to hang out, and my doc's said I was going a little high. So I go to test. I I was like mid conversation with him and I looked in my purse and I didn't find my diabetes stuff. So I kind of got distracted. I was like, okay, it's gotta be in there somewhere. And then I kept looking. And as he's talking to me, my face just, like, turns white because I was like, oh, my God. I mu- when, I th- when I first thought, I was like, I must have left everything in my car. No big deal. Yeah, I'll just go down and get it. But I still felt weird about, like, interrupting him. So I was like, hold on. I just stay right here. I need to run down to my car and get my diabetes supplies. And I go check my car, and they're not there.
0: That's an interesting thing, too, like, when you're dealing with non-diabetics. Right. Wanting to, like, interrupt –
1: I kept putting it off.
0: Like, have you ever been in a conversation with someone and you start going low, but you don't like, want to be, like, be like, like, I need sugar. Let's stop right now and I'm going to go eat and I will we'll come back. It's really weird. Yeah. So I just end up just going low in this conversation. Totally. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm like. Too low. Yeah. Now I'm 50 and I yeah. everyone is texting me and I have to go eat.
1: Yeah. That's what happened. I knew it was gone.
0: It feels rude, even though it's not.
1: Right. It's like the dying. opposite. It'd be more rude, rude, rude to, to die.
0: Like, <laughs> Would it be more rude to die
1: in the conversation? <laughs> That'd be more um of an inconvenience yeah. than not. But yeah, I, I kept feeling bad about that. He had like just come upstairs and he, I don't know. So then I went and talked to my car and he wasn't there, and I came upstairs, and I still let him talk. Then I was like, hold on. I think that I left my diabetes supplies at my friend's house. And I have never in my life left my supplies anywhere. Ever, and I called you, or I texted you, and in the group chat with you and James, and James was writing back like, "Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit," and you weren't texting back, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's asleep." It was already pretty late. It was like eleven. Well, oh, I, I was
0: asleep, right? I'm trying to remember yeah. this now.
1: Yeah, you were. So and then, you called me. Yes, because thank and you woke God me up. you have me on emergency bypass. So I was like, okay, if I call him, so I think I called once, and you didn't answer. Really? And then I called, and you answered, and I knew the sound of your voice. I'd woken you up. Because you know, by then it was
0: like 10 o'clock. It was like, later. I'm like way No, than no, 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 no. It was way
1: later than 10. It was like 11, 11.30. And I was like, Craig, I think I left my diabetes supplies there. And you're like, okay, hold on. I'll come bring them. And I was like, no, no, no. And thank God my Garrett. Um,
0: well, because it was like a black bag, and it was on On like, your my black, black couch. couch.
1: Yeah.
0: I've switched – I've since changed colors not for, of pouches. <laughs> not for that just reason. Just so Laura won't leave her supplies at my place. But
1: think, I, mean, it, I mean, it worked out so well. I called Garrett, and he was like, oh, I'm about to get off work downtown. I'm just going to swing by. You're your fiancé. Yeah. We don't have to say. I feel like, yeah.
0: If this is your first time listening, listening to this Garrett is episode.
1: my fiancé. I don't like the word fiancé, so we'll just refer to him as Garrett. Um, so he came by and got it. But that was, I've never done anything like that. And then, so that's number one. That's number one. Okay,
0: number two.
1: Number two is even worse. What day was this? Friday?
0: It's a couple days ago.
1: It's Friday. For the first time in my life, I switched my short-acting and long-acting insulin. So I got – I normally eat the same thing every morning, and it's like 15 grams. So I get two units maximum, and I got eight units of my short-acting insulin.
0: And you were freaked out.
1: Because I What's wasn't all- – hun- I, w- I, w- I had already been so low that night. So I was like, you know when you wake up after being so low, I had probably eaten 10 fruit strips in the middle of the night. And it was recent, like 6 a.m. And then I woke up at 7.30 and I got this – I didn't even want to eat the 15 grams that I was that I was planning on eating. And then I'm getting the eight unit. And it's so funny because now that I switched to a Pedra, the pen color is a lot more similar to my Lantis. Mm. And I know some friends who will use vials for Lantis and then stay with pens for their short acting because they don't want to ever mix them up. And I just never. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's and, smart. and I'm just, ne- and I always wondered, I'm like, why do you do that? And she's like, because I don't want to chance it. And in my head, I'm like, I would never do that. Yeah. And I never have. And I'm getting it. And at, like the last click, I looked down and I was like, Oh, my God. And it was too late. And and then I even questioned, I'm like, are you sure that you just got it? Because then I was like, well, you, you still have to get your eight units of long acting. So one after another, I got eight units of each. And, and then I started freaking out. And I had to leave for work in, like, 45 minutes. So I texted you guys, and I was like, what the fuck do I do? And we're just like, eat – Eat, eat, like, eat, 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 eat everything. Eat. I was just so full. Like it'd be one thing if I woke up hungry and I'd be like, okay, that's not yeah. too much. Eighty carbs isn't like, like if I had been before where I wasn't splitting my doses and I got sixteen units, that would be a t- totally different story. So I guess I mean it was it's the like better when you of the situation. Go low
0: after you eat, right? And it's like, oh, I've just so had it's like dinner. 80 now carbs. I'm low.
1: So I drank two giant glasses of almond milk, chocolate almond milk, and I think I had a fruit strip. And then I waited, and
0: you had your
1: and my fifteen grand. Yeah, I had like to- toast. I had like toast and eggs. And then I was driving to work, just so paranoid. But the whole day, I was like in the seventies. Yeah, like I wouldn't come up from that. It was just terrifying. I, it was such. A- <laughs> I've heard
0: worse.
1: Yeah, and I know so, I am. I am lucky where I mean I could have gotten way more.
0: It's a good thing you take. S- it's
1: a good thing I caught you it.
0: Split your Atlantis.
1: Yeah, and it's a good thing I and noticed because otherwise. Well, and then if I hadn't have caught it, I wouldn't have got my lantus.
0: Yeah. Or no, I guess I would have. No, I would have.
1: Yeah. No, I no, guess no. I would have gotten my lantus, and then.
0: Maybe you should. We should put like a piece of. Oh tape. no, you're
1: right. I would have gotten two units of lantus.
0: Maybe, and maybe would have pulled the lantus out, and then realized. And then rea-
1: yeah. I mean, regardless, it was just like this moment of complete fear. I mean, I follow a few people where I've seen them take like twenty-four units of short acting instead of long acting. And then they're like at night, and then yeah. they're just up the entire night. So, I mean, I was able, I drove to work just fine. It was fine. It all worked out. And in my head, I was like, This is either, you're either going to catch this now or your whole day is or going to be ruined. You could be
0: like James, who has like oh my God. 200 gram breakfast and then just takes like 40 units of
1: Fias. We're going to call James out in every. James is in London right now, so we can say whatever <laughs> we want about
0: him. Hopefully, they yeah. don't have podcasts in London, so we won't and hear then, this.
1: And then just like weird stuff. Like, I put my test strips back in, like, I put, I mean, I'm a messy diabetic, so I have, like, everything in one little makeup bag, and I put my test strip case back in, but completely open, and just put it in and zipped it up, and, like, I, I I guess I knew it was, I don't know, I guess I didn't notice it was open, but then when I opened it, all, the whole container was empty, and I, Garrett and I went through every single test strip to find, like, the dirty ones, and then the clean ones, and put them back, and it was just, like, this weird thing where these are all, I mean, i just never done this before, in 23, 22 years of having this, I think it's like a memory. Like, I think my brain is going. When I interviewed Lisa Hepner, who's the producer and director of The Human Trial, she was talking so much about how her memory, how type 1 diabetes has affected her memory. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I have really bad short-term memory, too. And she was like, yeah, yeah, she's like, there's a reason. It's, it's from, from yours, right? It's from your, she didn't give an exact. She was just like, it's from your diabetes. And I had never... But I never known to put two and two together. But now that I think about it, I'm like, I think I do. I think, like, now I'm slowly. I mean, there's
0: no way to know But like, I'm if just it's like, because of your diabetes because you right. don't have.
1: Proof otherwise. Yeah. Have you ever done, or you been on the pump the whole time?
0: No. I mean. Have
1: you ever mixed up the two? The two I episodes? don't think
0: so, no. no.
1: I don't think it's a common thing. But you said that Dave's done, We like, you know people that have done it before.
0: I know people who have done it before. Uh
1: I know Whitney, happy pancreas, she's the one that took like 24 units and I, I and it like was so scary watching units. her whole night. And it was at night, which is like, thank God I was like, you know what I mean? It was daytime. Yeah. I could regulate it. Like poor, she couldn't even sleep. She was just, had to eat, what, 240, maybe grams? Yeah. So yeah, I guess best case of the worst case scenario.
0: That's where you, why you keep that, I don't know, that bottle of Coke at the back of the fridge. But like, I know, oh, shit, I Coke.
1: It was scary. And then I got a cold. I don't know. I think I'm just losing my mind. <laughs>
0: and the cold's been – has that
1: – I, I like, think is today's, like, my last day of it. Has
0: that been affecting your blood sugars?
1: No, I don't think so. That's good. Well, I've been really smart usually. I just – because we have uh, liquid DayQuil and NyQuil at home, and I always forget how it affects me And when I'm feeling terrible. I'm like, just give me, a, give me some of the DayQuil. And then my blood sugar goes so high. So I went out, like – you know, I think I had a diabetic tell me to get like Tylenol cold and flu.
0: Did that mess up your ducks coming all?
1: No, That's no, good. no. It was fine. Good. How was your week? Better than mine.
0: I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do any of that, so, so yes, yes. So that brings up an interesting <laughs> question for me. You're having all these like crazy diabetes moments, right? Um, but you've had type one a lot longer than me. It's kind of funny because I always feel like you put me on a pedestal with, like. I do. How well I, like, manage stuff. I do. And people even, like, make fun of the fact that I, like, keep track of, like.
1: Log when everything. I ex-
0: well, I log everything. But I, I keep, like, a notepad, like, a notes in my note app on my phone mm-hmm. of, like, when I work out like what I do before I work out for every different exercise. So like a short run, a long run, biking, blah, blah, blah. So if I ever forget what to do, I just open that up. And I'm like, okay, 30 minutes before I do this. When it starts, I do this, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. I think I'm just kind of – that's kind of my weird OCD control No, freak. but I
1: think that's – I think because you you didn't have it and then you had it. So you're – Well, I guess but I was was only thirteen. Yeah, I don't really remember
0: life without it. Like I don't remember what it was like to just go and eat without thinking about it. Yeah. Um. So here's my question. So so even well, so you've had type one a really long time, right? How how many years has it been now?
1: Twenty two. Ish. So. And I'm twenty (laughs) six. reference
0: so how do you deal with the fact that you're gonna have to keep doing this probably forever
1: Um,
0: like how how have you gone this many years have you thought about that yeah at some point when you were a kid you probably yeah, didn't you know think funny. about it. It was just like, oh, this is what I do. And then at no. some point you realize I'm the only one of my friends who does this. And then at some point you're like, oh, this isn't going away. I'm always going to have to test my blood sugar. I th- And even even that's not like the hard part for me. It's not giving a shot. It's not testing my blood sugar. It's like whatever. Like it's a it's needle the constant sucks whatever. It's the <laughs> the fuck ups, right? When Well, for me, the hardest part
1: is the constant like front thinking of what you're doing and then the behind all of your daily thinking is your diabetes thinking. I so don't
0: The fact that it's always on your mind?
1: Yeah, like that's the hardest part for me is that I can't like sit down and have a conversation. Like I feel like a schizophrenic. Like I can't have a conversation without having this whole other conversation to myself in the back of my head. Other, so I feel like I've never when like you feel fully Feel like you can turn it off? No. Oh, no, I, no, 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 no.
0: Always. 24-7. I'm always, yeah. I'm always thinking
1: mind. about... Like, it's like when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, what's my blood sugar? Like, it's a never... I do the same thing. Yeah, I've never... When I sit down and meet someone new, it's like my whole thought is like, okay, when should I check my watch to see what my blood sugar is? Do I need a test? Am I going low? Should I order something to eat?
0: And that's never changed.
1: No. I. But I don't think... Is it
0: worse now than it used to be?
1: I don't know. I, I have never... I don't know if I had like this day where I was like, okay, this is actually it for me, because you know I think there are those people that are diagnosed. Well, I think those are those people. There are those like people that are diagnosed and then change their whole lifestyle and make all these new, really healthy choices and think, well, maybe if I keep at this, it'll it'll get better. Yeah, or like it'll get easier. Yeah. And I think I. Like, I didn't have this day. Like, I just. So, like,
0: exercising every day. You're like eating, like, cutting out carbs.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I I mean, that's a good question. I've never thought that it was going to go away.
0: So, how do you deal with the fact that it's hard? Or have you ever. No, I have. Do you know what's funny?
1: When you ask me that, I think of the story. Um, I was raised really Christian and we were learning about how heaven is eternal and you're there forever. And I remember my best friend Molly and I being in the car after this like church service. And we were terrified. Like it was supposed to be this happy message that like, okay, when you die, you go to heaven forever. And it was supposed to be like this very comforting, like relieving thought for people to have. And her and I were both panicking and freaking out. I remember crying in the back of my mom's minivan being like, forever you're there forever and ever and ever and like that was the scary part where you're like you're never not like and I was freaking out like I remember being I was in tears being like what do you mean you're there forever like that part scared me like and that's
0: the end of like the that's, that's it, it. it but and you're just there. like
1: constantly like I just thought of myself like running on this trip but like and, and it was supposed to be this nice thought but I just was like pictured myself running in the circle and it never ending <laughs> and when you just asked me that it's the same thing it's like It, yeah, I mean, I don't. I can humans really grasp the concept of forever. I think I, I accept. I it's not really forever. I think I like accept the, what, 80, until you die. years, you. I think I accepted a long time ago. I haven't been one of those type ones that um. I I'm not like waiting for a cure.
0: Yeah, and you don't deny. That you have diabetes, like
1: no, and I don't you accept think that you I'm, have
0: it. You live with it,
1: and my my mindset isn't like, well, one day I'm not gonna have this.
0: But that's not my question, really. Okay,
1: how do I cope with it?
0: How do you cope with the fact that
1: I'm gonna have this forever?
0: Because it's not, you know, the the diabetes itself isn't the hard part. Like we can deal this with diabetes. Is dark. <laughs> it's it's. The crazy lows you get when you're running. It's the lows in the middle of the night. Like, those, I feel like, are the things that wear me down. It's Like when having I, to deal
1: with them or the the physical effect of them on your body?
0: Just having to deal with them, I think. I mean, yeah, the physical effects. sucks. I'm probably low right now. Talking. Because I was low before we started, and then I changed my Dexcom.
1: We're both in warm-up right now. We, Craig and I changed each other's Dexcoms to me.
0: It was a first for me.
1: <laughs> See, you had a first too. <laughs> that was my big first. No, look, I like everything in life. Uh, but that I
0: feel like that was my thing this week. I don't. I don't know. I would think I was just having. A, I've been having a lot of lows.
1: Yeah, when you feel like you're in something, like I, I mean, I it's think like we've a, touched on this in in other episodes too, where thing feelings, and emotions, especially regarding this disease, come in waves. Like, I talked about how I was at that point where I was like every morning I'm waking up just to poke myself and have prick myself with another needle and I was in this like super dark place but now I'm not in that place anymore and I think it just like comes in waves it's never
0: what got you out of that
1: I don't know well remember I said it was like things in my life were going well And then I was focusing all my attention on the one bad as I saw it, which was my diabetes. And then when things in my life got worse, my diabetes, like, didn't matter. That was just something. So
0: you think I just have to screw up the rest of my life?
1: (laughs) No, and that's not even, that was just, like, my, what What personally happened. (laughs) But I don't know. That's, like, I think if I were to really, I mean, if we're being completely honest, if I were to really sit with the fact... And, like, really thought about how this is the rest of my life. I'd be in a bad place. But I think I just. Let's go there. I think I. <laughs> I think I just keep. Keep on keeping up.
0: It's weird for me you to like, think, like, You just like wake being, up and you go
1: through the motions. And then you're out the next day. Yeah. And go through the motions. It's weird to me
0: thinking I'd be, like, 80 years old. And, like.
1: Testing. Testing my blood
0: sugar. Or, like. Waking up in the middle of the night. Because I think those are the things that wear me down when it's like, oh, great, I'm low again. Mm. And I'm, you know how I am. We already said this. Like, I look at the data. I'm like, okay, I'm going low after I work out at this time of day. What do I do to change that? And I I slowly make those changes. But it, it never goes away completely.
1: And I think like it might I think it, it might affect you more for that reason because you are so detail oriented where you're like, I did everything right according to the last week's information and it's still not working. Where for me, I don't pay attention to those details like you do. So I'm like another day, another low and you're like, No, this shouldn't be happening because I ate this many carbs before and I temp basil that this much. You know what so I mean? So then
0: how do you feel when you get those lows? I feel like you get pretty. I just get
1: more annoyed like I mean my biggest annoyance recently is when I get too much insulin for what I eat and I'm super full and then I go low and then I ruin the meal and have to like eat so much sugar after the meal where I don't remember how good the meal was. But what I was going to say is I think that like different phases of my life too my feelings will change about this idea. Like I'm sure like right now it's just me and Garrett living in our place. He takes really good care of me. But when I think about like starting a family, then I'm sure that's gonna be a whole other like okay, there's a crying baby in the other room, but my blood sugar is low, and like I think that might like that scares me. Well, did I tell you? Did I tell the story on here about my nannying experience when she was in the bathtub? Actually, I don't want to tell that. I don't think so. But I don't know if I should tell tell it because she's probably gonna listen to it. Should I say it and then we'll see? Yeah. This was like the first huge – because, you. I mean, before I was nannying, I was like working at restaurants where I could fit, literally just be like, hold on, I need to go in the back. And like my table could wait and survive. But I take care of a two-year-old and I was giving her a bath and can't leave a kid in a bathtub. So I'm giving her a bath and my dog's was like a slight arrow down and then it dropped to like double down, like 70 double down. I was like, okay, you're fine. She didn't want to get out. It, I I mean, the logical thing would have been, like, just take her out of the bath and, like, take her with me to get sugar. But when I got so low, I couldn't think to that point. So I continued with her in the bathtub, and I just felt myself, like, seeing double. And I eventually, like, turned it off. But she likes to get um, – she gets really cold after the bath, so I always put the hair dryer on her so it warms her up. And my low head didn't think, like, maybe skip that step so that you're okay and I did the whole thing where I, like, took her out of the bathtub, drained the water, did the hair dryer with her, put pajamas on. And then I finally, like, I was like, okay. And I put her down and I tested. I was in the 30s. And it was the first time ever, another first, where I had to choose between, like, like, I couldn't, like, she would have been in danger if I would have left to go and taken care of myself. It was the first time where someone else's life as well as mine was in danger. And, of course, I was going to choose hers. Like, it was not even a question. Like, and I know most people would be like, I like I said, just take her out at the tab. But like I was, my, like, my, my, my brain
0: the, put the, the mask over the mask on
1: you yeah. before you put on someone else. But I couldn't. I mean, I I didn't think just to take her out. Like we had just gone in, and I thought I I didn't think I was that low. And then I was like, oh my god, this is really hitting me. And I can't. I don't know how I went through. Like when I was when it was said and done, I it was probably more dangerous for me to have done what I did. And it made me think about like, well, if I if I had a kid. Like, in, okay, so say your kid's screaming in the other room and you're so low, what? You treat yourself first and then go get the kid. My instinct would be like just to go in the room.
0: Is that I, the thing you struggle with when you think about the future?
1: Yeah. Family, having kids and dealing with it? Yeah, because there are times too. I mean, I've been dating a while where I was late picking up kids from school because my blood sugar was low. I think it like I don't like when my when I am affecting other people negatively, like I can handle it. I think it.
0: everyone feels the same. way. Yeah,
1: so it's like I can handle it if it was just me and I. It's
0: the same thing I was saying about it being in a conversation. Like even when it's your right, it's just such an inconvenience. To, like, stop someone's story. I feel like this episode's so
1: serious, and like our voices are more serious this episode. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a nice thought. I, maybe I don't like to think about it. Maybe I just don't think about it. Well, it's like, you know, when, like, so when you're diagnosed, they're like, this is what you're going to have to do every day. But it's not like someone, like, stares you in the eye and they're like, this is forever.
0: Well, they tell you five years there'll be a cure.
1: See, you and I, though, we're going to get hate for this because neither of us believe a cure is in five years. I
0: I don't think that's the point. I think it's that, at least my thoughts, and this is probably a whole different Conversation. These
1: are all personal opinions, by the way.
0: Not everyone, if there's even if there is a cure, that's us best case scenario there's a cure, not everyone's going to be able to afford a cure, right? So there's going to be people out there, maybe they're in the U.S., maybe they're not in the U.S., who still have to have type 1.
1: Tell your story about your but friend's I'm, dad. What story? Polio.
0: Oh. Um, so I have a friend who, whose dad, uh, he was a kid when they were, uh, when the polio vaccine came out. And at the time, they were giving it to like kids in grade school. I think that was the youngest they were doing. Maybe it was like middle school, Because those were the kids they thought were most at risk. And he was younger than that. Like, he wasn't in grade school yet. And so he didn't get the vaccine. And he ended up getting polio. And he, like, just missed it. And, you know, people still around the world, there's still cases of polio. Not really in the U.S., I don't think, in a long time. So he's, like, one of the last people in the U.S., To get polio because he missed the vaccine. yeah. And even if they, yeah, in theory, if they come up with a vaccine for type 1 so no one else gets it.
1: We all stop. There
0: might still be people who miss that.
1: Right. I think it's the same thing if people ask me if you get out, because there are people that do pancreas transplants. Mm -hmm. But those people are on... Crazy drugs for the rest of their lives to make sure
0: that are almost some people say worse than right and people ask diabetes. me it's so
1: funny of course like I would trade having diabetes for anything but if it were just already doing what I know and dealing with this for the rest of my life then putting a new organ in my body and like I I don't know what the the given pages that was is. something
0: that also came up
1: this week oh God don't even get me started no they're gonna know.
0: Where someone, you know, we always talk about how we're different when you get type 1. Like, you change.
1: You improve. Not
0: every night. Things about you change. And if you haven't listened to the latest episode of Beta Cell, where I interview the great, amazing, incredible Dave 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 Holmes. Holmes, he even talks about how he's better in some way, because of this disease, because he's more mindful of what he does. And yes, it sucks that you can't just go and eat an entire pizza and a whole bag of chips and not think about it. You're always thinking about it. Like, I, don't, I wish I could just eat half a pizza and not think about it at the back of my mind, how many carbs it is, and did I give enough mm-hmm. insulin? Did I give too much insulin? Should I have extended a of that? Like, it, it ruins the whole experience. There's always that, like... Mm-hmm. What if, right? That you're thinking about you never truly love the experience unless you're eating sugar-free jello.
1: And then you then you don't love it.
0: Yeah, because then you're eating sugar-free jello. So
1: like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> your life isn't terrible. <laughs> but I will say I ate a ton of sugar-free jello when I was first diagnosed.
1: Did you? I was
0: hungry all of the time. I think I did a
1: lot of like sugar-free popsicles. I was
0: so hungry all of the time because I lost so much weight and they put me on a meal plan. So, I could only eat so many calories. And so, whenever I was hungry, I just ate sugar free jello. Mm. That was my no go to to just like fill my stomach. Um, so, you can't truly ever enjoy like experiences like that or even like running. I love running. But somewhere in the back of your mind, there's always that uh, should I check my blood sugar right now? I could be going low. Do I have enough? Fruit snacks, am I close enough to my car? Um, I feel like there's always that little like asterisk, right? Next to any moment you have of just diabetes. Right, like and, you were saying, it being in the back of your mind.
1: Right. And that makes me think about people who meditate. Oh, you know you're supposed to like clear your entire mm-hmm. head. I would like to hear from any type one diabetics who meditate. Are you able to get the diabetes part out of your head as well.
0: That would make me really anxious.
1: Because I feel like I could never – because I'm I'm a very anxious person as it is, and I don't know if diabetes has some energy with that. It probably does. But if I ever thought about just like – like just now when you're talking about how you're always thinking about it, I was like, I would love to just be like driving up the coast of Malibu on PCH, listening to music, and just like not a care in the world, not a thought in my head. Just like, you know,
0: Loving, wind in my life. hair.
1: Yeah loving this but I, I even if everything else is out of my head it would still be like well, what's your blood sugar right now and I wonder if anyone is able to get that out like even like true like I don't meditate just for a minute yeah but like do you I mean I mean I know so many people meditate and I, I've tried but it's like can you just imagine sitting there and just like <sighs> like it's
0: just there'll be times <laughs> I I feel like where I don't think about it and I come back and I'm like oh I wasn't checking my blood sugar now I'm Hi,
1: I think if I'm, I think in like social events, I'm like, oh, I should have checked, but I think it was still in my head and I was just putting it off. But you had, a, you were, you were about to make a point.
0: So even in myself, I can see how, I mean, it, I can't know what I would be like 30 years old With- without diabetes, like what I would be like. Um, all I know is how I am. And I think I've turned out decent.
1: We are like a neurotic breed, though.
0: There, yeah. <laughs> I guess diabetes makes us neurotic. Yeah. But, you know, I, but not everyone's the same way. I exercise all the time. You don't exercise all the time. <laughs> uh, I eat healthy. There's some people who don't eat healthy. Um, it's not like having type 1 makes you this amazing One way person. or another. Yeah. There's still a range of people. And I do Definitely. think there's not a not a trend, but there's like a, I don't know, you can fall into the trap of thinking just like, oh, if you're this way, everyone with type 1 is this way.
1: Well, and there's the people that.
0: But that gets to this point of. Okay, there's there's good qualities about myself that I do, that I have because of type 1. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but You know, you have a
0: nonprofit. You you know, you're empathetic. You do all these things. Without type 1, maybe you'd still be doing that. Maybe it'd be something for something else. And,
1: maybe, and I always think, too, well, I'm so cautious about my, new, like, about knowing the nutrition about everything I'm eating and, like, my portions and keeping track. But – Without it, maybe I still would be. So, like, I can't say just because I'm diabetic made me so health conscious. Like, maybe I would be without it.
0: So, what we're getting to is the, what we're getting the to. People is who say there are
1: people that say, I I'm not
0: grateful. I've I, heard grateful. Okay. and I think
1: I've heard grateful too. And I've there. I don't been, know if I f-
0: how I feel about grateful.
1: There have been people that say
0: I'm okay. with I the wouldn't word grateful. be who
1: I am without diabetes, which I understand. But then they say. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Or for anything. Or for anything in that. There's a lot of things I would trade it for. I would if you want to take trade my diabetes it for anything in the world, that thought that idea is crazy to me. I wouldn't trade my diabetes for it. They wouldn't trade if someone said you cannot have it and live a normal life and be exactly who you are.
0: Because I think the assumption is that you are the person you are because of diabetes. And
1: I don't think that's a hundred percent true.
0: It definitely plays a part. Yeah, in who it definitely you are. plays a part. But if you think of every single person with type 1 diabetes, there's such a spectrum of those people. Right. It's not like We're not everyone all with diabetes. strong
1: and all fearless and all you know what I mean? There are yeah. people that are in denial and that don't I mean, care about what they're doing. You know, I mean, We're
0: very different. We're
1: so different with the way we treat ourselves. Yeah. That thought really um, I don't know. I treat if they, my body like a temple. I don't. <laughs> so, do I. <laughs> look, um, you wouldn't trade your diabetes for anything. I, I mean, I don't want to come off <laughs> as a terrible <laughs> person, it's too late. but a I part of me kind of wants to Already be in like, and <laughs> um, a part of me wants to be like, I call bullshit. And maybe that's an easy way to um, not deal with really processing it.
0: With really processing what? <clears throat> the diabetes made you who you are?
1: No. Like, okay. Like oh, if you I'm took so out the grateful diabetes, for diabetes. Would be- I wouldn't treat it for anything. I'm glad I have it because I wouldn't have the friends I had with it. It's, ma- it's, it's made me a better person.
0: It could, it seems like when you say it that way, it makes it seem like a coping mechanism.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. okay, if I recognize that I have this and I'm such a good person with it and I wouldn't want to not have it, then it might make dealing with having it for the rest of your life easier.
0: Because I'm so great.
1: Because of it.
0: Which I am. For
1: me, I want to be, <laughs> for me, I want to tell these people like, you could be great without it.
0: There's tons of great people who don't have type 1.
1: Well, thank, oh my God. <laughs> I can think yeah, of like I just two
0: off the top. I of my just head. don't
1: get that thought when I I get and we talk about this all the time too, Craig. Where oh, would we be friends with all the people without it? And it's like no, we wouldn't have met in the circumstances that we met in. But if you and I met on the street, yes, we would be friends today. Like there's no question about it in my mind. We're not friends yeah. because we have diabetes. There's no way.
0: And even though we talk about diabetes a lot, yeah,
1: that's not. We I d- think that's and just I think people of the think fact we talk about we- it
0: have it right it's and, no different than coworkers talking about work all the time and i
1: think people i think because the, the way that we most. talk about our relationship people must think we like get together and only talk about diabetes like no craig and i talk about our entire lives <laughs> every time we hang out yeah. and most of that is diabetes but there's a whole lot that isn't and i i guess i'm asking people to reach out if you've or if you're one of those people that say you wouldn't trade this for anything like I would love to hear your thoughts do some about this.
0: soul searching.
1: No, I'm not like trying true. to put anyone down. I just don't think that's true. <laughs> I, think, I think.
0: What you're coming from.
1: It's not. And a, it's because I
0: because I know you well. I think. Your thought is, you are more than your diabetes. Absolutely. And. When you say something I think like they're selling that, themselves it makes it short. seem like diabetes, diabetes made you who you are.
1: And, and I diabetes
0: think... isn't a choice. We're all given diabetes by Satan. Some, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Satan gave you your diabetes. That, that should be a good shirt. Di- Satan gave you <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> Trademark. No one steal that. Um,
1: that thought, about, it's the same thought. Where, but no, we make say,
0: a lot of choices with how we deal with diabetes and what we do with that diabetes. You decided to start a nonprofit,
1: and we you decided to us, start a nonprofit.
0: Well, it's not a nonprofit. Oh, yeah, yes, Tide it one is. One. I Craig. forgot about Taiwan. But one.
1: there's a whole other way to look at this. For like, we all grow up in different circumstances. I had a not a good childhood, and you take what you're given and you work with it. I I I would never say I would wish my childhood upon anyone else, so that they could grow, so they could grow up faster like I had to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You yes, we all have shit that we have to deal with, and that makes us who we are. But of course, we if I could choose the easy Earth's way out, I would. Would we? Cu- would we? Fix I wouldn't all be like I problems. wish everyone had like one parent, and they like one of their parents went to had to go away for their entire lives because they would be so much and stronger. And then you got
0: diabetes. And
1: then I got diabetes. No, it was happened differently. Okay. I wouldn't feel like, I wish someone got diabetes and their parent got taken away for eight years of their lives and then they're still dealing with it because you yeah. know what? They would be so strong and they wouldn't judge if other people. If everyone
0: had diabetes, would we have peace on earth? <laughs> Everyone would be it's so worried like about weird, their blood sugars. No one would ever want to go to war. with
1: each other. It's just like a weird concept. You, you, like, you, yeah, you know, we all have shit to deal with, and then you deal with it. And you don't – I would trade all of it. Like, I wouldn't be like – I wish my life didn't happen differently because then you and I wouldn't be sitting in front of each other right now.
0: That would be a worse life, though, I think, for yeah. you. But- <laughs> <laughs> so you should be grateful. <laughs> The diabetes. Well, you know, it's like that whole together. like,
1: and I'm very much like, okay, like believe in the universe, and like everything you do affects the next thing. Butterfly
0: effect, they call it.
1: Yeah, but like I'm not like that one word I said in third grade brought me to this chair <laughs> right here, and if okay. I would, not quite butterfly. <laughs> you, you know, effect. Yeah, I don't know. This episode's weird and depressing and. I I think it's kind of not
0: depressing it's that
1: but it's like this is it for the rest of our lives I think I
0: wanted it to be depressing but it's really about how we are more
1: we are more than this disease yeah and you have to know that
0: yeah how long did it
1: I've, Did you always know that? Yeah. But I think I grew up with a great support system around me. I'm not crying. I'm sick. So I just sniffled.
0: <laughs> She's bawling right now. <laughs> One episode,
1: I'll cry, probably. Yeah. And I can I'm not saying every, here's the other thing. Let me preface. I don't think everyone, obviously, not everyone has the same mindset. Not everyone had a good support system. And that's why I started You're Just My Type, is when I realized that, oh my God, There are people that feel alone. I didn't feel that way, but there are people that do, and that's what I want to fix and change. So I know that there's, like, such a crazy scale of what everyone goes through with this. But I just hope people know that they can still be so great and health-conscious and active and intelligent without diabetes or without, like, relying on type 1 to make you that way.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's no different than, like you were saying, like any other life experience.
1: Right. It's anything. It's, it's just oh, my parents it, it got never divorced, divorced goes so away. I had to grow up fast. Yeah. yeah.
0: But your parents getting divorced, you can't. It's not like that it just changes, right? Things that happen happen.
1: Yeah, and then you. It's
0: just with diabetes, we have to deal with that
1: every, every day. You can't like heal from every it. Day. Yeah, you can't heal from it. Yeah. So, yes, Until there's a helped. cure. Yeah. <laughs> Five years, Craig.
0: So I think that's I don't know
1: it's a weird ending,
0: but I guess that's just what I've been dealing with
1: It's hard I think about it I don't want to act like I don't think about it. I think when I my mind starts to go there i I just forget. distract myself because it can take you to a really dark place yeah there's really no I mean even if you believe there's a care I, I don't know. Like, for me, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's not like, oh, I'm working so hard. It's all darkness. It's not like I'm working so – I mean, diabetes-wise. It's not like I'm working so hard to have these good blood sugars because one day it'll be gone. It's more just like, what, you're working so hard so that you stay alive longer. You know what I mean? We're all working so hard. I guess Why does, like, everything tie back into religion with me? It's like you're working so hard to go to heaven, but you're, like, you're still dead. (laughs)
0: I guess it depends <laughs> how you how you look at it. In a weird childhood,
1: or, um, I guess forever
0: and ever and, forever. ever.
1: and ever. I guess it's forever.
0: I guess it's when you're having a hard time with diabetes, and maybe it's only because I've been having a lot of urgent lows. That I can kind of explain, but I haven't really been able to stop.
1: Well what today you got so mad you're like, I'm never correcting a low again. Because oh, you were yeah. one thirty seven slight arrow up.
0: I it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah,
0: well that was maybe an overreaction. But <laughs> I was I was like fifty nine with a slight down arrow and I corrected and then I just shut up.
1: You know what I think
0: But it's not that, it's just it's the relentless the constant
1: it's like a nagging
0: the constant highs it's not like you have a day and you're just like well that was great that was a perfect day I didn't think about diabetes once all my carb counts were great you know
1: that's impossible do you know what I, I think I've had
0: good days but it's not like those days didn't require work like that's kind of, maybe that's what it is. It's not even the bad like times. It's list. that it's always work. Do you and like you were I... saying, driving up the, I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. But it's
1: okay. I keep cutting you off.
0: Driving up the PCH, you know, in Malibu and just relaxing.
1: Not a care in
0: the world. Not a care in the world. There's always Except that diabetes. care in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's always that.
1: You can't, Yeah, you can't I have careless. to deal
0: with this forever. And I think part of it is thinking like. And I guess this is when you're in a dark place and you think, like, well, is that worth it? Mm. Like,
1: is like all the if hard this, work? If
0: this is my life forever, is that a life
1: that you want to live? That you want to live? Yeah. And it's not
0: really you, you have a choice. It's, hey, I've been there. You have been there?
1: I've been there. Plenty. I, you know what I think gets me out of that place is having people like you in my life. I'm serious. Now
0: I'm the one crying.
1: (laughs) No, I'm serious. I think um, what I talk up most about doing what I do is the community that I found. And what I tell most of every newly diagnosed person that reaches out to me is I say, this is a really shitty fucking disease, but we have a really amazing group of people around us. And I don't know how it is for other people with other conditions. But... I think we're lucky in that aspect where if we are going to have to deal with this, we do get this amazing group of people. And I think you guys are what bring me out of that dark place.
0: What is it that they do?
1: I think it's just a very – I mean, I, in my experience, we would do anything for each other. If I post anything about someone – not even asking for anything. I get messages being like, well, does that person need something? Do they need friends? I get people saying, like, I just moved to this city. Is there anyone I can help? Like, it's just a, I feel like uh, type 1 diabetics are just very, I think we know how hard it is. So it's always like, hey, I have extra supplies. Who can I give these to? I think it's a selfless community. Yeah. It's I comforting. Get that. I mean, I was even going to do a post about when I fucked up my insulin this week. I didn't have the energy to do it, but I was like, this would be great. you were
0: too busy making sure you weren't. Yeah, I was too busy making uh, stuff, keeping myself alive.
1: But I knew if I posted it, everyone would just be like, I knew that I would get like an outpour of like, oh, I've done this before. And even just knowing that, and I didn't even have to do it. I'd be like, I was like, I could do this post and I know people would respond to me. Telling me that I'm gonna be okay, and like just that thought alone, I was like, "Don't." But does the
0: job. fact that other people <laughs> are going through the same thing makes it make it
1: better? Not necessarily, but to make me fe- to make me fe- like selfishly make me feel better in that moment, being like, "Okay, they've all done this, and they're gonna be okay." Being that it was my first time making a mistake like this. Yeah. But I think the craziest part, too. Yeah, I mean, we've ju- we just all get each other. Th- I'm about to go on a tangent. But it's like when I post stories on You're Just My Type and it's ones where I'm so shocked to post where I'm like, oh, my God, this is like nothing I've ever heard before. I've never posted a story like this. Those are the ones where I get the most comments being like, oh, my God, I feel like someone's rewriting my own story. This is my exact life. I can't believe someone else has lived this. And that's where I'm like, damn, this – it really is this crazy connection we all have.
0: So does that make you feel better or does – does it ever make oh like you it makes feel me feel sad
1: that more people are going through it?
0: Everyone is.
1: No, going I've never thought about it. Though.
0: Awful thing together. Like even though we're together, no, I've never thought it about doesn't it. Doesn't make it better. I like, think it makes it better all for us. I, I, I think just it all makes holding it... hands while we're doing it.
1: Craig, I we're think walking it,
0: through the I've field never together.
1: thought of it as like oh that sucks that person went through it too. That's just you know, and I'm sure maybe two other people. Everyone else who's listening. No, but it's like um. But I posted Devin's story, and she – her house had got taken away from Hurricane Katrina, and then she was, like, put in the hospital. And these, like, very specific events happened in her life, and all of these – like, I'm not kidding. Maybe six people said that that was their exact that their exact life story, their exact diagnosis story, and I was just in complete and under shock that this is the story. I thought this was going to be, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. This was, like <laughs> – this exact thing happened to me, and it was just crazy that – But I think that's what brings us together. I'm going to end on that.
0: Okay. Let's end.
1: You have closing words?
0: I guess... (laughs) I guess the closing words would be... If you're having a hard time dealing with this...
1: So are we. Send, send a DM <laughs> so to add. You're just My Type one. We have. I have been in that. And dark Laura thing. will help you. It's not easy for me to talk about, but yes, have I thought about? Is this worth it? Yes, I've thought about that. I'm gonna leave it at that.
0: And it is. You can't just say you've thought about it and leave it on a cliffhanger. I'm just saying, I'm on the next not... episode of Out of Range,
1: is it worth it? That's how no, we we'll get I'm listeners to do No, I'm just saying, I I have been one to think those thoughts about it. And yeah, right now it is. It's worth it. Yeah. I'm happy. I would trade diabetes for everything, (laughs) but I am happy. Faces, worn out faces.
0: That's it for this week's episode. Out of range is a production of Beta Cell and it's produced by me and Laura.
1: Craig does all of our recording and editing.
0: Subscribe to Beta Cell wherever you listen to podcasts to get out of range downloaded automatically to your phone every week.
1: Love what we do? Support us on Patreon and we'll send you some swag. Get us Visit us at beta cell forward slash supporters for more info. I'm Craig. I'm Laura.
0: And this is Out, Out of, range.
1: of Range. Did I mess up? Perfect. I got one word. find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the
0: best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to take.